With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. God bless. God bless. We welcome anyone to Young Men, Women, God's Worldwide Ministry. As tonight we present God's Sunday evening service. We thank everyone for joining us. Uh, we're going to wait for Pastor Nadine Valley Washington, who is the host. Well, to God be the glory. Is our speaker for the evening here? Okay. Well, we'll move right along. As we always do, we open up with prayer. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another beautiful day as we went and worshipped you in your house this morning. Father God, we thank you for all you have done, will do, and have done in our lives. So, Father God, we praise you in a mighty way this evening. Father God, we ask you to touch this line in a mighty way, blessing us in the depths of our soul as we hear a word from you coming through the, the, the speaker tonight. Father God, we thank you for just being who you are and what you are in our lives. We say all these things in the blessed name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. As we always do, we open up with our announcements every Sunday. We're here at 7 o'clock with Pastor Nadine Valley Washington as we have God's evening service. On Mondays, we have Bible study with Reverend David Carpenter as we're learning and moving through the book of Revelations. We will be and chapter two tomorrow night, please join us at nine o'clock as we will be sharing the word of God and studying the word of God out of the book of Revelations. Amen. 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 On Wednesday night, we have God's revival. Um, at this time, I do not know what the topic is. Well, Pastor Nadine Rowley Washington is running that revival for the next two months. So I can give it not. to you right now. Huh? I can give it to you right now. Okay. Well, she's here. Let her give it to her. <laughs> <laughs> attributing, attributing to building, for, um, attributes for building, for building integrity. Attributes oh. for building integrity. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 4, verses 20, 
24 through 26. Verses 24 through 27. Amen, 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 amen. So please join her uh, this Wednesday at 9 o'clock as they will be opening up that revival for the month of May. Pastor Romeo Powell. Oh, and that will be the opening pastor of Romeo Powell. Yes. Amen, amen, amen. Those are our announcements. Um, We are waiting for our speaker for tonight. Who's our speaker for tonight? Our speaker for tonight is Evangelist Denise Charlene. Oh. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Well, <laughs> um, they never got back in contact with me. They said they would, and they were supposed to uh, give me confirmation on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, with that, I don't know if they're going to be here or not. So, uh, Pastor, we're going to have to ask you to give a word tonight. You want to have to ask me to give one? Unless you have okay. someone to give one. You got somebody you can contact can to give it. a word? Okay. I can give it. I can give it. My, 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 my. Mm. My, 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 mm. And you know what? I tried to give this one before, and I wasn't able to. We got shut down that night. Amen, amen. Amen? Amen. I'm waiting for you to finish the announcement. Oh, those are, those are announcements. Uh, please. <laughs> Be led by the Spirit to join us on those various nights to join us in the Word of God. With that, we want to turn it over to our speaker of the evening, uh, Pastor Nadine Rowley Washington. Amen. Amen. Our topic for tonight will be accepting the process. And I will be coming from, the scripture will be Hosea. Chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. Verse 1 reads, Come, let us return unto the Lord, for he is torn, and he will heal us. He is smitten, and he will bind us up. After two days, will he revive us? In the third day, he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. Father God, in the blessed name of Jesus, as I come before you, Father God, your humble servant, Father God, I ask you to remove Nadine from the equation, Lord Jesus. I ask you to sit me down as you stand up with me, as you take over, Lord Jesus. You guide this, you guide this, this sermon in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, because this sermon is heartfelt. I didn't know what was going to happen in my life, but this sermon is is actually what just happened. So I ask you right now, Lord Jesus, to stand up, 
take over, take control, and give your people what you need to hear. But, Lord, as, as we go through this sermon, Father God, I know this is a sermon that's going to be preached for me, to me, to help me and to help others. But we thank you, Father God, for the opportunity, for overseer, allowing me to preach the word of God in, in um, evangelist Charlene's absence. And um, right now, I'm ready to give myself to you, Lord. Amen. Amen. When, when the Hosea wrote, come and let us return unto the Lord. For he is torn, he will heal us. He is smitten, and he will bind us. Thanks, the Lord wants us to return back to him, to his ways, and to the way we go about doing this is to repent, to change, to change the word. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry over here. My daughter must be coming. Repent and change the way we have been thinking, the way that we have been going about doing things. See, the Lord wanted me, the Lord told, said to me Thursday night that the reason why he allowed the, my, my house to burn, be burnt down, the reason why he allowed it is because I was in his way. I was a hindrance to him for as far as my husband and as far as my daughter. And when my daughter and my husband started looking to me for everything, the Lord wanted to the Lord said, How can he help them? How can he let them see him if I'm in the way? So he didn't physically remove me out the way, but he moved where they knew that they could come to to me for me to for them to for me to be their crutch, for them to lean on me. For them to be um be there for whenever they needed something, instead of me allowing the Lord to bring them out. He felt God said I was playing God. And he had to remove what the source was, that house out the way, so that I could stop playing God. You understand what I'm saying? He had he had he had to make he had to allow this to happen. So they wasn't repenting for anything they was doing. They were going about doing whatever they wanted to do, thinking however they wanted to do it. I'm not saying in a bad way. But just, well, she got it. She'll take care of it. So I can do that. I can can go ahead and, you know, live my life. I don't have to answer to anybody but her. But see, that's where where it was wrong at. They had to answer to God. And and with me being a crutch, the person, that house being there for them to fall back on any time they screwed up. Or anything, time things went wrong, it wasn't giving God a chance to move in there and take care of it. See, the Lord had to tear the house apart. He had allowed the house to be torn apart so that we could be torn to pieces, so that we can lean on Him, not on us. He needed us to lean on Him. We 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 were so focused on this house for thirty two years that. And we fall back there, and every every any time something happened, all of my family fell back to these two houses, fifteen twenty five and fifteen twenty seven. Even relatives, no place to stay, going in fifteen twenty seven. Every time, 
and I was I was in the Lord's way. The Lord needed to do some things in people's lives, and I was in his way. And I didn't realize this until he, through my tears, let me know, you stood in my way. He had to move that house out of the way so that he can help rid my family and myself of some of them sins. He had to get me out of that area, close proximity, proximity to things that he knew that I would run to when I got angry. Things that would just, just things that uh, he knew that my husband would t- it was close to where he would just go, or my daughter. He had to move these things out the way. He had to rid us of our sins. He had to start moving things out of our way in our reach to help us to do what we were doing. The Bible says that we fall short daily, and it is only because of His love for us that the Lord. He has and he will heal us, heal us with his mercy and his continuing grace. God is so good that even though I am the owner of the property, he allowed the Red Cross to take my daughter to live there, but he allowed me to turn it over all up to her so they can give her a new place to live, so they can help her. I moved out the way. God told me, leave this city, leave Philadelphia. He told me to move out the way, and I moved out the way. I left Philadelphia, and I let him help her. I let him have the people to help her. I, I let him have move, – I moved out the way so he can help my husband so they can put him into a place so that he can stand up on his feet and stop leaning on me. See, although he had afflicted us and wounded us, I can't say God did it personally, but although he allowed us to be afflicted and wounded, because there was some broken hearts. My daughter was very broken that night, very broken, because we had just left the house a half an hour. We had gone a half an hour, and the house was on fire. And even though the firemen say that the fire marshal said he cannot understand, he thought it was electrical fire, but he said there's nothing in the walls, no burning or anything. He, when he left that night, he said, I cannot understand how this fire started, Miss Rowley, so I'm going to turn it back over to you. I'm going to turn the properties back over to you. He said, I'm going to turn it back over to you. I, have to put, I, I, don't have to, I have no paperwork to give you because I cannot put down why it started, how it started. They have no idea. I have some ideas, but I, I, I really don't want to say right now because people wanted me out of their house. And I've been threatened and everything else to get out of the house. Been threatened. See, it, I, I wrote, I said that the Lord, he will bind our, our afflictions and take away our sufferings. He took away those things that we didn't want to give up, those things we didn't want to let go. Even to this day, I want to phone with my husband. He still don't want to give up some of them things. And I pray that Lord, Lord help them. Those on the line that know the word of God, pray. I pray that you would help my, pray for my husband. He, he, he wanted to take us out of those bondage, of that bondage, of relying on running to the house. Every time we do something stupid, every time we end something, we ran. We ran. But if we are willing, the Lord, he will heal our wounds if we are willing. He won't let us suffer long. 
What if they, he's not let you, you suffer for two days? And, and as I looked at the marks, I suffered Wednesday. I mentally, it could not register to my heart, to my mind, that really the house was gone. It could not mentally register to my mind. It took me until Friday morning, maybe late, the wee hours of Thursday morning, for it to really register that I'm now homeless. It took me to that to that day, that the wee hours of that night is when the tears really started to flow. Because before that, I was singing, praising the Lord, and praying with people. People would ask me, would call me to comfort me or talk to me on Facebook to comfort me, and I'm comforting them. I'm praying for them. See, I wasn't looking. I wasn't seeing the affliction that had come my way. I wasn't seeing the the, uh, the suffering that had come my way because I didn't see any suffering. I didn't think I was suffering, y'all. I didn't think I was suffering. I knew that mentally I was suffering with my husband, with his verbal abuse, but I didn't know that I was suffering this this uh, from losing this property. But see, when, when God takes away things, God gives you more. The Lord Jesus says, the Bible says that Jesus died on the cross for you and I sins. He died on the cross. He was resurrected in three days. The Lord, see, he, on the cross, God gave up the ghost. And because I wasn't, I wasn't ready to give up the ghost, I wasn't ready to give up the ghost. The ghost was their house. It had to be removed out the way because God has bigger and better things for me. And the only way he could let me get those things is I had to let go of that. That house became my God. You get what I'm saying? That house became my God. And God is a jealous God. He said, don't put no more, don't put nothing more, don't put anything before me. Nothing comes before me. He says, nothing comes before me, and that house came before everything. That house came before everything. I lived for that house. I lived for that house. I broke my leg, broke arms, shoulders, wrists, knees for that house. But God, God told me uh, a, while, a while back, he said, give up your two jobs. Give up one of them jobs. You're needed. You're needed, you're needed, your ministry, your ministry, you're needed, you're needed to do these things that I've, I've called you out to do. But I couldn't do that. See, I had to, I had to take care of my house. I got to take care of my kids. I got to take care of my husband. So now the house is out the way. I, I walk in the store and I'm shopping for stuff because I, I don't have very many clothes now. I'm shopping for stuff. And, and I realize when I go to get something, like, oh, the house not there anymore. I don't have to buy it. Oh, those shoes don't match the suit. I don't have any suit no more. But I'm going to tell you, y'all, God will take care of you. This is what it says in Hosea, as you get ripped all apart, he put it all, he putting it all back together. See, he's starting first with my heart. He's renewing me. He's renewing his heart. He's taking his heart. And he's mending and molding that together. He's taking my daughter and going to work every day. She's not thinking about it. He's mending her heart. If he could just work on my husband, that's a whole other thing. 
But he's mending us. He's having us sit in a place. He's having us do things. We're doing things unto the Lord now. She's reading her Bible. More. More now. Because she knows. She knows that God, God, I told her, God got something for us. This is yet another a higher step that God is going to take me on. And I have to be ready. See, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I kept playing, and I kept, you know what I kept doing? It really got, it really, God showed me. I kept procrastinating. I kept procrastinating. I, I kept going to, to, to um, First Peter 3, um, 3, 3, 5, and 6. I kept leaning to my own understanding. I, I put on Facebook, you can preach a word. You can preach a word. But until that thing really hits you, it happens. You can preach to someone about their afflictions, about their sorrows. You can preach about how to help them come through. But when it happens to you, now I got to preach it to myself. I have to preach it to myself. I'm preaching this to myself, but I preach to other people. I'm laying hands on Nadine and praying for Nadine about what happened. See, I was leaning to, God said, I'm leaning to, oh, you're leaning to your own understanding too much. You're, you're leaning, you're, you're, you're that way. You're not, you're, you're not looking to me for your help. You want to take care of it. But now, that thing that I always wanted to take care of, that thing that I put before the Lord Jesus Christ is gone. I'm telling you, put nothing before God. God is a jealous God. God is a jealous God. He don't do it, but he'll allow it to happen. He will allow it to happen. I ain't never seen so many people jump out the woodwork to buy my property since that fire happened. I've never seen Scott Rick getting so many phone calls, people talking, approaching me on Facebook, inboxing me, don't even know me. Because they want that property. What is it about that property? But, Lord, this is how good you is, Lord. Because that's like you gave Joe back. Just like you gave Joe back, you're giving that to me, Father God, because each one of those addresses is worth $100,000. But, Lord, I got to pray to you because I don't know whether to take that money or whether, as my brother said, you've been here a long time. Should I just get rid of the second floor that's burned all up and add one to the first floor and make it, and make it bigger, expand it? Because the second house, 1527, is not burned at all. I thought it was burned on the second and third floor. It's not burned at all. He said we can rebuild, and I can help you, my sister. See, God put people in places for you. I don't have all the scriptures to go, but I've read the Bible enough. I don't remember scriptures all the time by heart, but I've read the Bible enough that I know that, he, that, I know that Psalm 127, that I can look to the hills which come with my help. And when I said, when my girlfriend told me, maybe the house is on fire, I'll look to the hills. I said, Lord, don't let me die here in this place. Don't let me have a heart attack. My daughter was upset. I said to my daughter, I can't go with you. You go and see the house. I can't see the house. Because that house, that house was a part of me. But I went to my Lord. And I sat there in front of people 
with tears coming down my eyes, and I prayed. And I asked God, I asked God to help me to look towards the heal to come of my help. Because I know that my Lord Jesus Christ, I know if anybody don't keep me, he'll keep me. Amen. Amen. He, he allowed me to call people, to call people to talk to me. He allowed me to talk to overseers. He allowed me to talk to him with a calm voice. When my sister that tried to have the cops take my house, saying with firearms in it, when he, she came to me crying, saying, you're alive because I'm the baby girl of the family, I put my arms around her, and I said, listen, I am one of God's anointed. What does it say in Hebrews? Is, three and, is it 3 and 17 about the pastor? See, we are not to touch not God's anointed. So that same yeah, thing you wanted to take, God to say, you wanted to be taken away from me, it's gone now. But you know what? I forgive you. Matthews, well, Matthews 5 and 24, 20 to 24 through 26, he said, I got to I have to bring things to the altar. I have to lay it at the altar. If I have an all against anybody, I got to bring it to the altar. Right there and then, while she was in my arms and she was hugging me and crying, I said, Lord, I lay it before the altar. I lay that, that, that thing that I thought I'd forgiven her on. I lay it right now at the altar. I forgive her. I forgive her for what she tried to do to me. I, even though I still got to go to court on May the 15th, I forgive my sister. Does she know not what she do? But see, Lord, you hold us accountable. When you, when you call us your oracles, you hold us accountable for everything we say and do out of our mouth. No matter what people do or say to us, we have to bring it to you. I say for five seconds, for five seconds, just for five, five or ten minutes, just you're, you're ready to whoosh. And just like that, God said, no, you won't. No, I won't allow it. He will not allow you to step out. And act like a fool. He don't allow that mess out of his people. If you really follow on him, he will stop you. As soon as you get started, you'll hear the Holy Ghost speaking to you, telling you, no, stop. Stop right now. See, the Holy Ghost warns you. It convicts you. It, it comforts you. Because the Holy Ghost comforted me. All through Friday as I walked through trying to get something to put on my back. It comforted me. It comforted me as I had to go. And even though, and I'll tell you, God, let me tell you how good God's people is. God's people are so good that the gold fund is halfway, the gold fund is, is filling up. People sending money to take care of me. But that's that money, because God is my, 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 God is my Savior. He's my Lord Jesus Christ. So he says to help with the poor. He says in, 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 first, in the first Corinthians, the chapter of love, I call it, 13. He says to give. He said, give. When that money fills up, it's going to go to my daughter to help her. to at least pay her rent almost for at least for half a year. So I'm going to give. I'm not going to give to give. See, God moved the mountain out of the way. He moved that mountain out of the way. And, and, and I'm thinking big because, see, I know that seed. That seed, it might be as small as, but I know how big it can grow. I know how Job, Job, 
Job lost everything. Then Satan walked to and fro. And I know that's what so theologians saying, why she didn't bring that up first. Because I had to tell you how God is putting me, all that I was torn apart, God is putting me back together. He's mending me, shaping me, fixing me whole, making me whole again. I needed you to know that God is a fixer, he's a healer, he's a mender. And he can put you back together. Because I came developing this storm. I came through the storm. And I'm going to keep on coming through the storm. But not of my will, but of God's will. God's will. But of God's will. Job, when Satan came and asked God, could he touch those? God told him that he could touch them, but he couldn't kill them. And, and let me tell you how, let me tell you how the, story, how the story goes. And I know you all know the story of it. He touched Job. Job lost, he was losing all his property, burned everything, burning up and everything was happening to him. But you know what? Then, it's, then he lost his family. He lost his family. His wife said, curse God, curse God, die. But Job said, no. Job wouldn't do it. So she turned, she, so, hmm, Job, Job would not do it. Job would not. Job would not curse God. He still kept believing in God. And every time I think about what's going on right now, even though I'm living in my, my daughter's house right now, I'm homeless. But you know what? I know that God got something better for me. I know just what he did for Job, he's going to do for me. I know he's going to do it. Because God is a healer. God is a savior. God will do for you what you can't do for yourself. If you surrender yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ, I promise you, he will take care of you. When you get down, all you people that say, oh, I believe in God so much. But when something like this strikes you, I'm telling you, at first you want to say, why me? Because I know my heart was heavy. All these years, all that I put into it. But God said, I'm going to take care of you, my child. He got me. He got me. He got me. I ain't looking to be rich. Just take care. My, my daughter said, Mom. And I said, you know what? I don't know what to do. He got me. And I just paid all the bills in that house, all of them. I paid everything. I paid everything. But I'm looking towards the hills, towards the hills that would just come up my house because I'm looking for God to direct me, to guide me. I can't trust Nadine no more. I can't trust me. If I trust me, I'm going to screw it up every time. I got to wait on the Lord. I'm telling y'all, y'all never know when something's going to come to you that you need you when you are really have to wait on the Lord. My girlfriend. She had a heart attack last year out of nowhere on her way on a vacation. She had a heart attack. And you know what? She said, you don't know what it's like until you feel like you might not be here no more. We could have not been here no more. We could be dead and gone. Oh, but God. Oh, but God. He didn't let his people be in that house. He didn't allow us, and he waited, and he let us be gone out of there before they burned it down. He let us be going out. I mean, I, I, I keep saying, Nadine, bring all the scriptures with each thing you said, but I'm, I'm, I'm too, my mind, my, my heart is too full. It's too full, you understand? And I can't say full to cry because I don't want to cry. See, I'm not a crybaby. It takes a lot for me to cry. I'm a very strong individual, and some people even might say I'm cold. I'm not cold. 
I got the calmness of the Lord. I know who's going to bring me through. I know when storms, trials, and tribulations come my way, I know who to look to. I know who to call on. I'm going to call on the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, it might not be like you want. It might come out, come out like you want it to, and it might not be what you want. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to be good because that is what God has destinated for you. God, with, with that Jeremiah 29 and 11, God knows the plans he has for us. God knows the plans he has for us. I've been taken by a church in a house. God knows I was having church. My house didn't just burn. My church burned. My church, because my sanctuary was right there in the house. We had church every Sunday. And on the line here with Overseer Carpenter, every Wednesday, and second time, third time on Sunday, and every Monday we had Bible study because they sat around and listened. So I know, I know the church is gone, the house is gone, but we're alive. God let us stay alive. And you just trust in your Lord Jesus Christ. Lean not to your own understanding. Watch and take all the broken pieces in your life, in your heart, and put it back together. Sometimes God moves people out of your way for a reason. And I trust God. I'm not in a rush to go back to Philadelphia. I'm not in a rush to go back to that life. Because what was there is not there anymore. But you know what I'm in a rush to do? I'm in a rush to serve the Lord Jesus Christ any way I can. Any way God wants me to serve, I am willing. I am a willing vessel to serve my Lord Jesus Christ. Because when nobody got your back, God got your back. And then God has people that have your back. This man right here over here, Carpenter, he stayed on the phone with me. And I don't know if he was coming from his job or whatever, whether he was on at work or whatever. He stayed. He talked to me. He prayed with me. Amen. He was Amen. there for me. He was there for me. My girlfriend left her job and came and stood by me. The whole time the cops was questioning me, the fire marshal was questioning me, Red Cross, my girlfriend stood it and went to work late. That's what you call a friend. The evangelist Shirley Tanlock stood there. She prayed with me. She, she, she took me and she said, Let's, let us talk. We stood, she, we, we talked about God. We brought up, we looked up scripture together. See, that, that's, that's the kind of friend. Even though I, one time I used to say, this girl ain't my friend. But this girl left her job, asked me, do you need any money? Get ready, give me what, what last money she got in her pocket. And I told her no. I told her no. I said, because the guy uses my guardian, my daughter is my guardian angel. My guardian angel on her way to get an name. She coming. She coming. She's on her way to get me. She is on her way. And she came, sleepy and all, took off work and everything the next couple of days. She was on her way. She came to get her mother. And she's been taking care of me ever since. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, listen, I'm saying to y'all, 
don't don't let your heart be troubled. Was it Isaiah forty? What is it? Forty one and ten. Don't let your heart be troubled. Please don't get dismayed. Do not fear, because God is not the author of fear. God got you. If you truly are serving the Lord Jesus Christ, what it says, walk right under Him. Or you're walking up right under Him. I'm telling you, He got your back. And ain't none of y'all going to ever be perfect. Ain't none of us going to ever be perfect. We ain't never going to be perfect. But one thing we're going to do, when we know we start getting stupid, we're going to stop. We're going to, the Holy Ghost going to convict you. See, the Holy Ghost dwells right there inside of you. Don't let people tell you that if you don't talk in tongues, you don't have the Holy Ghost. Because that's, that's what they think. I heard someone say that it's, if you are sick in your body, if you got diabetes or high blood pressure, you're out of the will of God. That's not what the Bible says. That's not what the Bible says. Then everybody, a lot, most of the people on earth are out of the will of God. Then even young folks, old folks, middle-aged folks, they might be serving the Lord Jesus, but they're out of the will of God because they because they they got a sickness in their body. But to hogwash, I tell you, any preacher, every preacher, you get up on that pulpit and you preach, you better be preaching God, not your opinion. Leave your opinion home. You want to tell your opinion, tell your opinion in your house. Go in the store, tell it to them. Please don't bring it across the pulpit. Because that's not where it belongs. There's somebody that's young, that's newly born, a newborn Christian, newly saved, you might scare the bejesus out of them. You might scare them. Just that bad, you might take them. You might have them thinking their mother, their mother not saved, their father not saved. I'm telling you, please, preachers, please, and don't ever say what you won't do because you never know what's going to come your way. I never would have thought that my house, my house, long as it's in 97-year-old house, never thought it would catch on fire. And the, you know what? The bricks are still there. The foundation is still there. The whole downstairs is intact. The kitchen ain't never been touched. It's water damage in the living room and the dining room. But the whole downstairs is intact. It ain't caved in. It ain't fell through. The fireman tore the roof up. The firemen tore the walls up in the bedroom looking to see if it was an electrical fire. They couldn't find. But I'm telling you, please, please, don't play with God. Know that God will put you back together. Whatever you go through, whatever you go through, don't lean to your own understanding. Don't try to think of gimmicks to get over or to get this or to get that. Go to God. Let God guide you. I don't know what I'm going to do with those, four, those two properties in that backyard and the garage. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I do know this. I do know this. I'm never, I'm never going to doubt my Lord again. I'm never going to turn away from my God again. I'm going to serve my God till I take my last breath. Because I know. I know he's a fixer, he's a mender, he's a healer. He is God. 
He's the I am of I am. He is I am. And all of you that have doubts, pick up Amen. your Bible. Amen. Pick up your Bible and read it. Because I'm telling you, the Lord Jesus Christ, our creator, he got your back. And if you don't know him, I beseech you right now, right now, I beseech you to get to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Get to know him. Get to know him. Confess your sins. Believe that the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins to heal you. Confess that he is the Lord of your life. He's your friend. He's the Lord of your life. He's your father. He's the one that's going to take care of you when nobody else is going to take care of you. I'll say it again. All the pieces have been put back together. All the pieces, because I'm leaning on God. I'm not, I'm, I'm trusted in the Lord, and I'm, no, I'm not leaning to my own understanding. I'm done overseer. I'm done. I'm done. Amen. 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 We thank the woman of God for that word. Trust in the Lord. Trust in God. As she said, her house burnt down. And, you know, when you ain't got nobody around, everybody, everybody say they, they, they there when you need them, but you can't find them. But one person you can find, and that's Jesus. One thing yeah. is the song they sang, they said, call them up, call them up. Tell them yeah. what you want. Jesus on the main line, just tell them what you want. So <clears throat> thank the woman of God for that, that message that it encourages the rest of us to know that there's nobody else we can trust in. And our times of need, our times of despair, and our times of going through something, but Jesus, but yeah. Jesus, Jesus is always there. He's the mediator between us and God. You know, everybody want to run to God first, but you need to go to Jesus because Jesus said the only way to the Father is through me. So you can run to God all you want to. You won't get an answer, but if you go to Jesus, you will get mm. an answer. Amen. 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 Father God, we ask you to look over the woman of God this evening. Father God, we tell you the adversary tries to attack those that exercise and 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 speak the word of God. So Father God, we ask that you cover her family, cover her children, her grandchildren, and all those that are dear to her heart. Father God, lift them up and shield them right now, that no hurt, harm, or danger may come upon them, and no form passing away. But Father God, be there with them. And at this time of despair, Father God, lift them up. Let them know, Jesus, that you're in the house and that you still rule reign. For you are the Alpha and the Maker, the beginning and the end. You are the author and the finisher of our faith, Father God and Lord Jesus. So we call on you right now to cover the woman of God. From the top of her head to the toes of her feet, we plead the blood of Jesus over her. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 At this time, we just want her to open up and give um, 
invitation to South Western Tennessee Navy on the line. Mm-hmm. If there's anyone on the line tonight that do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, now is the time to call. Call right now. We will walk with you. We will walk with you as we say the sinner's prayer so that you can get to know the Lord Jesus Christ for yourself. We will introduce to you. We will share with you the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when it comes down to it, that's all there is. That's, it is all there is. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Is there anyone on the line tonight? Anyone? My Lord, anyone? Amen. 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 We ask anyone that may not be the hour time to accept the invitation to God and to be with Jesus, to find your Bible teaching church, where when that day or hour comes, whether you're walking down the road or running through the park or showering or just somewhere that you hear the voice of God and the voice of Jesus and you accept it, we ask you right now to find your Bible teaching church that you may learn the unadulterated word of God. With that, we're going to just ask the pastor to do uh, a corporate prayer. Unless Unless there's anyone on the line that want prayer. Amen. Okay, so no one step forward for prayer. We just want you to do a corporate prayer. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh, Father God, right now, Lord Jesus, first you're going to my mind, and I, I pray for the nation, Lord Jesus. For this world as a whole, Father God, there's so much going on, Lord Jesus. We ask you, Father God, we ask you, Father God, to help our president, Father God. We ask you, Lord, to use the guidance, Father God, in the right way, Father God, not not with pride and prejudice, but in the right way, Father God, to help him to not do what he just said he was going to do today by taking these people if they wasn't born here or birthed to do whatever it was that he said, Lord Jesus. We ask you to move that out of the way, Father God. Lord, we ask you, Father God, right now, Lord Jesus, that we pray for the churches, Lord Jesus, for the churches, for for pastor to say that across the pulpit, what I said earlier, Lord. We ask you, Father God, we pray for your, your men and women of God, Father God. We pray, Lord Jesus, that let them come across the pulpit of what you want them to say, not what they say of them. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We pray for all the congregations, Father God. Mm. My God, my God, my God, Lord Jesus, the many congregations, Father God, we ask you to let them have the ear to hear, even with the pastor preaching, what it is that you want them to get out of this, Father God, what it is that you want them to get out of this, Father God. We pray for each and every one on this line, Father God, those that are solid, those that wanted to call, those that didn't call, Father God, those that are going to listen to the statement, Father God, we pray for them right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God that if they are going through anything, Lord Jesus, that you, Father God, 
you, Father God. They will know to be the coming you, to call on you, Jesus, call on you to bring them through, Father God. We ask you to call on you, and from the call on you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we ask you for a special prayer for my husband, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. It, it, it's just not sometimes, sometimes people don't, just don't get it. They, they just don't understand, Father God. We ask you, Lord Jesus, to touch him in a mighty way, Father God. Help him, Lord Jesus. Help him because I cannot do it, Father God. I stepped out the way, Lord Jesus. Now you step in, Father God. But for all those women that are going through and have to deal with husbands like mine, I pray for you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. For all those men that are going through that have to deal with a wife or a wife that's like my husband, Lord, I pray right now for them in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, please help them. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for marriages, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will help them help people in their marriages, Father God. I pray, Father God, for, 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 the, for the children, Father God. Oh, my God. For the children of the day, Father God. Teach them respect, Father God. Grab a hold of them, Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, grab a hold of them. They, they need help, Father God. For these young mothers, they, they want to be mothers, Father God, but they want to, they want to do the thing that, it, that brings about having babies. But, Lord Jesus, they don't want to raise the children, Father God. Help them to know that they are tape recorders that their children see. Help them to help 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 them, Lord Jesus, where they don't allow their children to see this. Help them, Lord Jesus, to turn their lives over to you in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Help these young fathers to be a father. If you ain't ready to be a father, father, then stay in your own lane, young man. Stay in your own lane. Help these young men to pull up their pants, Father God. Help them to pull up their pants, Father God. Help these young women to cover their cleavers in the mighty name of Jesus and pull that skirt down. In the mighty name of Jesus, help them with their walk. Help them with their talk, Father God. Lord, I ask you to smack the, the curse out of these mouths, Father God, of the older adults, the middle adults, the, 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 the adults and the young children, even the little children. Smack the curse out of their mouths. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. I know he said make it corporate, Father God, but you bring in, you you putting so much things in my head. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, I, I thank you for, I, I think about the, the Job experience, Father God, and how you told him not to, not, you, he could not kill, to say that he could not kill Job, and he had the boils. I got three. Three big lumps on my neck, and two was on the other side of my um, side of my head. Popped out out of nowhere. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you told me to get some green alcohol. And Father God, whatever it is, Father God, even though it's red and it's used and it's black and blue, it's black and blue, and that big lumps, Father God, it's starting to, mm-hmm. start to go down, Father God. Joe's body was attacked. And I'm looking and I'm thinking, oh, my Lord, Jesus, Jesus, the fire now, now the bump, now the boil. My Lord, my Lord. And then and I, before I could say that, that, that what next, God said, no, no, no. He shut my mouth. He shut my mouth. So all of you that's on the line, all of you that's going to hear this, I 
I love you. I pray for you. I pray that you I pray that you pick up your Bible and start just on Sunday, but every day if you can. Give it at least an hour, half an hour if you can. Read it, even if you don't understand it, because I promise you, if you keep reading it long enough, you will get understanding. So the Holy Ghost will help you to get understanding. And it will help you with direction in your life, with guidance, with wisdom, with understanding. I promise you, the word of God will help you. Pick it up. Look to Jesus as your source. Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus as your help. Amen. Don't look to man. Don't look to man. I say that to you and I say it to myself. Lord, I pray for the in May and in June. Father God, for the pastors that you have had me to call on, to preach and teach. I pray for Evangelist Shirley that's coming on May 5th, Father God. I pray that you'll walk with us, talk with us, help her and guide us, Father God. Lord, I pray for those that are coming on, that's going to come on on Sunday to give a word. I, I thank you, God, Father God, for how excited they were. They were so excited to be asked to come on. Even it's a phone call, and they are so excited. They called in already, and I'm not going to correct them because I already said it's a, it's a phone line, and they still said, no, talk show radio. And I said, you know what? If that's what it is to them, then that's what it is. They are so excited, Lord Jesus. A mighty word of God is going to come through these people, Father God. Use them, Lord. Use them for your glory. Use them to give the word to your people. And, Lord Jesus, uh, it's not as soft as asking, Father God, but may it add more to this line. May it add more people that will come on. And no, it's not robbery to sit and listen to the word of God. They eat that food before they go to bed. Food that ain't going to give them indigestion, but it's going to give them better health. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for overseer opening up the line. We thank you for him being the man of God that he is. We thank you for him being a mentor, Father God, for being a teacher, Father God, for being a preacher, Father God, for Father God, for wanting to help those, even though he, if he don't have, Father God, he's still trying to help somebody else, Father God. So Amen. we thank you for the man of God, Father God. We thank you. We thank you, Father God, for Lady Elect Merlin Bell, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, and all that they stand to do, especially when this conference is going to come up and it's going to be big and it's going to be abundant and it's going to give it's going to be a lot of faith in Father God. Lord, we thank you. We praise you in your precious name. We do pray, Father God, oh, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Lord Jesus, keep your covering over to me, Rowley, in the mighty name of her children, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, do it for us. Keep her covering her mental state, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. In your, and I was very say, while on the way, Father God, but you there. That's my problem. I'm always trying to be there where you should be at. Forgive me, Lord. In your precious name, I do pray as I ask your forgiveness. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. We thank you. We thank you, woman God, for that prayer, that corporate prayer. We thank for uh, those that she reached out to in her life to pray over and to pray for. At this time, um, 
We thank her. We're going to give her some words of encouragement. And Pastor, I think it's not a lot of people on the line that are speaking up, but um, we just encourage you to hold your head up and trust in Jesus because you're going through something. Um, and the thing about it, your situation ain't no more drastic than the man you preached about in your sermon, Job. Job lost everything. Job lost his family, his kids, uh, had his body attacked and everything. And we thank God that you didn't lose anything but some property, something that can be, that that can be. But here, if God restored to Job, you know, double whatever he lost, we know that God is able to do the same for you. Amen. And the thing about it with Job, Job trusted, believed, and had faith in God. Yes, God. Yes, Lord Jesus. And that's all you can do that. And we just encourage you to encourage yourself. I heard a word today by a young man, and he preached that sometimes we have to encourage ourselves. And David did in the Bible that David encouraged himself. Just know that sometimes when the storm looks like and they ain't going to be over. Just encourage yourself that you know somebody yeah. named Jesus that can take you through whatever storm you're going through. Jesus can take yeah, you through. Lord. Yeah, Lord. In the Bible, and the Bible says at this time in your life, he says one thing, that we need to seek out the riches that are in Christ Jesus. He didn't say the riches in God. He said the riches that are in Christ Jesus. And God is not telling us to seek the ones that's in him, but to seek the riches that's in his son. So we just encourage you to keep being a powerful woman of God that you are and keep standing and still stand when you can't, when it seems like you can't stand any longer. The Bible says this. He says, those who wait on the Lord, he shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up on wings and eagles and run and not be really in walk and not be faithful. So we encourage you to keep on keeping on doing what the Lord has you to do. Amen. 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 At this time, we're going to ask the pastor to give us give us the words so we can close out. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Mm. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Mm. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. Thank Mm-mm-mm. you. Thank you for being here. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. 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 May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, may, may and shall it keep our hearts, your hearts, and mine through Jesus Christ, stayed on Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you. 
Amen. Amen. I hear somebody else on the line. Amen. Was there somebody else on the line? It was. Amen. Amen. Well, we thank you, Pastor, for the word. Uh, this is a recorded word, so you can find it on Facebook, on Pastor David Carpenter's line on page. Um, it will be up there sometime tonight. Please go up, and if any of you came late, you can just tap on it or take it to your page, share it to your page, and be able to listen to it at any uh, time that you uh, feel that you have the time to listen to the word of God that was said tonight by the woman of God. With that, we're going to go ahead and close out. Again, we ask you to join us on Monday, tomorrow night at 9 o'clock for our Bible study as we are studying the book of Revelation. And I'm telling you, come, 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 tell your friends, tell everybody, because now is the time to get a good understanding to the book of Revelation because yeah. we're seeing a manifestation of that, book, of that prophecy coming to pass in our lives while we're still here. So yeah. let us reach out to our friends and let them know that they can not just see the stuff and wonder what's going on, but they can see it and understand what God is doing. And we just, we just urge you at 9 o'clock tomorrow night, we will be in the second chapter. And I'm telling you, you might have missed the first one, but tomorrow night really starts because we start talking about the churches, the seven churches. So come and join us as we go in and give a better understanding to what God is saying in about the seven churches. With that, we're going to head close out. We love you, Pastor. Thank you. Our prayers are with you. We know God is going to turn everything around. God is going to make everything that's crooked, he's going to straighten it out. Yes, Lord. Because the Bible just lets us know just trust in the Lord. And one thing about him, if we trust in his promises, he is faithful to bring his promises to pass. With that, we're going to, we're going to go ahead uh I will be calling you either later on or maybe tomorrow, and uh, we'll talk about some things that y'all need, because I need to give y'all the number to be able to go in, because I'm not going to be able to make it up here on Sundays, you know, a whole lot. So um, I want you to be able to have the number so you'll be able to record when you come on and um, just be able to put your number in to talk to you that when you come on on Wednesdays and Sundays, you'll be able to um, record those uh, messages and begin, and, be, and get back to me so I can post it. Amen. Amen. As we always Amen. say in leaving the line, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. We love everybody, and as we always say in closing out the line, smooches, smooches, smooches. We love you. Everyone have a blessed and wonderful evening. God bless you, Pastor. God bless.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.